Hello, my name is Craig Kelly, and this is Common Prayer. Okay, we are back here to bring our day to a close with evening prayer on this Monday, January 15th, 2024. We're continuing our journey through the daily office, this liturgy of morning prayer and evening prayer spoken every day, giving us a a rhythm in our worship, in our devotions, in our prayer time, And I've just found it to be a really enriching experience spiritually uh, for myself as I've been going through it. And I hope that whether you're joining me here for the first time or whether you're praying with me for the hundredth time, I just hope that this is an enriching and rewarding experience for you as well. So I am reading out of the Book of Common Prayer, published in 2019 by the Anglican Church in North America. If you'd like to find out more about that church, or if there is a location near you, a parish near you, you can go to anglicanchurch.net and find information there. I'll also be posting a link in the description for dailyoffice2019.com. It's a great tool online to be able to use the daily prayer every day. It's got the readings and the specific prayers for each day as you go through it. So it has them for morning prayer, for evening prayer. There's also even prayers for what's called midday prayer and Compline, which is like a prayer right before bedtime. And it's a great online resource to have. So there's there's a link posted in the description below. So I like to, one thing I like to do is to spend a moment in silence just before worship, just to get my heart centered, to get my focus where it needs to be, which is on God. So let's take a moment and do that now. Okay, so again, this is evening prayer for Monday, January 15th, 2024. On the church calendar, this would be the Monday after the second Sunday of Epiphany. Let's begin with an opening sentence from Scripture. Nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Dearly beloved, the Scriptures teach us to acknowledge our many sins and offenses, not concealing them from our Heavenly Father, but confessing them with humble and obedient hearts, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. We ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before Almighty God, but especially when we come together in his presence to give thanks for the great benefits we have received at his hands, to declare his most worthy praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things which are necessary for our life and our salvation. Therefore, draw near with me to the throne of heavenly grace. Let's pray together. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. 
O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent. According to your promises, declared to all people, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Let us say the Fos Hilaron together. O gladsome light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed. Now as we come to the setting of the sun, and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices, O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. The psalm appointed for this evening prayer for the 15th day of the month is Psalm 78. Hear my teaching, O my people. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, which we have heard and known, and such as our forefathers have told us that we should not hide them from the children of the generations to come, but show the honor of the Lord, his mighty and wonderful works that he has done. He made a covenant with Jacob, and gave Israel a law, which he commanded our forefathers to teach their children, that their posterity might know it, and the children which were yet unborn, with the intent that when they came up, they might show it to their children, that they might put their trust in God, and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments, and not be as their forefathers, a faithless and stubborn generation, a generation that did not set their heart aright, and whose spirit did not cleave steadfastly to God, like the children of Ephraim, archers carrying bows, who turned back in the day of battle. They did not keep the covenant of God, and would not walk in his law, but forgot what he had done, and the wonderful works that he had shown them. Marvelous things he did in the sight of our forefathers, in the land of Egypt, even in the field of Zoan. He divided the sea and let them go through, he made the waters to stand in a heap. In the daytime he led them with a cloud, and all the night through 
with a light of fire. He split the hard rocks in the wilderness, and gave them drink in abundance, as out of the great deep. He brought waters out of the stony rock, so that it gushed out like the rivers. Yet for all this they sinned more against him, and provoked the Most High in the wilderness. They tested God in their hearts, and demanded food for their craving. They spoke against God, saying, Can God prepare a table in the wilderness? Indeed, he smote the stony rock, so that water gushed out and the streams overflowed. But can he give bread also, or provide meat for his people? When the Lord heard this, he was full of wrath. So a fire was kindled against Jacob, and there flared up fierce anger against Israel. Because they did not believe in God, and did not put their trust in his help. So he commanded the clouds above, and opened the doors of heaven. He rained down manna upon them to eat, and gave them food from heaven. So mortals ate the bread of angels, for he sent them food enough. He caused the east wind to blow in the heavens, and through his power he brought in the south wind. He rained meat upon them as thick as dust and feathered fowl like the sand of the sea. He let it fall among their tents, even round about their habitations. So they ate and were well filled, for he gave them what they desired. They did not deny themselves their cravings, but while the food was yet in their mouths, the heavy wrath of God came upon them, and slew the mightiest of them, and struck down the young men of Israel. But for all this they sinned yet more, and did not believe his wondrous works. Therefore he brought their days to an end in vanity, and their years in trouble. When he slew them, they sought him, and returned, and inquired after God. And they remembered that God was their rock, and the Most High God was their Redeemer. Nevertheless they flattered him with their mouth, and spoke deceitfully to him with their tongue. For their heart was not fixed on him, neither did they continue steadfast in his covenant. But he was so merciful that he forgave their iniquities, and did not destroy them. Indeed, many times he turned his wrath away, and would not permit his displeasure to arise. For he considered that they were but flesh." that they were even as the wind that passes away and comes not again. Many times they provoked him in the wilderness and grieved him in the desert. They turned back and tested God and provoked the Holy One of Israel. They remembered not his power, nor the day when he delivered them from the hand of the enemy, how he had wrought his miracles in Egypt and his wonders in the field of Zoan. He turned their waters into blood, so that they might not drink of the rivers. He sent flies among them, which devoured them up, and frogs to destroy them. He gave their fruit to the grasshopper, and their labor to the locust. He destroyed their vines with hailstones, and their sycamore trees with the frost.
He smote their cattle also with hailstones, and their flocks with hot thunderbolts. He cast upon them the furiousness of his wrath, anger, displeasure, and trouble, sending these destroying angels among them. He made a way for his indignation, and did not spare their soul from death, but gave their life over to the pestilence, and smote all the firstborn in Egypt, the firstfruits of their strength in the dwellings of Ham. But as for his own people, he led them forth like sheep, and carried them in the wilderness like a flock. He brought them out safely, and they were not afraid. He overwhelmed their enemies with the sea, and brought them within the borders of his holy land, to his mountain which he obtained with his right hand. He cast out the nations before them, and caused their land to be divided among them for an inheritance, and made the tribes of Israel to dwell in their tents. But they tested and displeased the Most High God, and did not keep his testimonies, but turned their backs and fell away like their forefathers, twisting aside like a broken bow. For they grieved him with their hill altars, and provoked him to displeasure with their images. When God heard this, he was full of wrath, and utterly rejected Israel, so that he forsook the tabernacle in Shiloh, even the tent that he had pitched among them. He delivered the ark into captivity, and his glory into the enemy's hand. He gave his people over to the sword, and was angry with his inheritance. Fire consumed their young men, and their maidens had no marriage songs. Their priests were slain with the sword, and their widows made no lamentation. Then the Lord awakened as one out of sleep, and like a warrior recovered from wine. He drove his enemies backward, and put them to a perpetual shame. He rejected the tabernacle of Joseph, and did not choose the tribe of Ephraim, but chose the tribe of Judah, even the hill of Zion which he loved. And there he built his sanctuary, like the heights of heaven, like the earth which he had established forever. He chose David his servant, and took him away from the sheepfolds. As he was following the ewes that were great with young, God took him, that he might feed Jacob his people, and Israel his inheritance. So he fed them with a faithful and true heart, and guided them with skillful hands. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The first lesson is a reading from the book of Jeremiah, beginning with the 14th chapter and the first verse. The word of the Lord that came to Jeremiah concerning the drought. Judah mourns, and her gates languish. Her people lament on the ground, and the cry of Jerusalem goes up. Her nobles send their servants for water. They come to the cisterns. They find no water. They return with their vessels empty. They are ashamed and confounded and cover their heads. 
because of the ground that is dismayed, since there is no rain on the land. The farmers are ashamed. They cover their heads. Even the doe in the field forsakes her newborn fawn, because there is no grass. The wild donkeys stand on the bare heights. They pant for air like jackals. Their eyes fail because there is no vegetation. Though our iniquities testify against us, act, O Lord, for your name's sake. For our backslidings are many. We have sinned against you. O you hope of Israel, its Savior in time of trouble. Why should you be like a stranger in the land, like a traveler who turns aside to tarry for a night? Why should you be like a man confused, like a mighty warrior who cannot save? Yet you, O Lord, are in the midst of us, and we are called by your name. Do not leave us. Thus says the Lord concerning this people. They have loved to wander thus. They have not restrained their feet. Therefore the Lord does not accept them. Now he will remember their iniquity and punish their sins. The Lord said to me, Do not pray for the welfare of this people. Though they fast, I will not hear their cry. And though they offer burnt offering and grain offering, I will not accept them. But I will consume them by the sword, by famine, and by pestilence. Then I said, Ah, Lord God, behold, the prophets say to them, You shall not see the sword, nor shall you have famine, but I will give you assured peace in this place. And the Lord said to me, The prophets are prophesying lies in my name. I did not send them, nor did I command them or speak to them. They are prophesying to you a lying vision, worthless divination and the deceit of their own minds. Therefore thus says the Lord concerning the prophets who prophesy in my name, although I did not send them, and who say, Sword and famine shall not come upon this land. By sword and famine those prophets shall be consumed. And the people to whom they prophesy shall be cast out in the streets of Jerusalem, victims of famine and sword, with none to bury them them, their wives, their sons, and their daughters. For I will pour out their evil upon them. You shall say to them this word, Let my eyes run down with tears night and day, and let them not cease. For the virgin daughter of my people is shattered with a great wound, with a very grievous blow. If I go out into the field, behold those pierced by the sword, and if I enter the city, behold the diseases of famine. For both prophet and priest ply their trade through the land and have no knowledge. Have you utterly rejected Judah? Does your soul loathe Zion? Why have you struck us down so that there is no healing for us? We looked for peace, but no good came. For a time of healing, but behold terror. We acknowledge our wickedness, O Lord, and the iniquity of our fathers, for we have sinned against you. Do not spurn us for your name's sake. Do not dishonor your glorious throne. 
Remember, and do not break your covenant with us. Are there any among the false gods of the nations that can bring rain? Or can the heavens give showers? Are you not he, O Lord our God? We set our hope on you, for you do all these things. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say the Magnificat together. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he that is mighty has magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him throughout all generations. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones, and has exalted the humble and meek. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, has helped his servant Israel, as he promised to our fathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The second lesson is a reading from St. Paul's second epistle to the Thessalonians, beginning with the second chapter, the first verse. Now concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and our being gathered together to him, we ask you, brothers, not to be quickly shaken in mind or alarmed, either by a spirit or a spoken word, or a letter seeming to be from us, to the effect that the day of the Lord has come. Let no one deceive you in any way. For that day will not come, unless the rebellion comes first. And the man of lawlessness is revealed, the son of destruction, who opposes and exalts himself against every so-called god or object of worship, so that he takes his seat in the temple of God, proclaiming himself to be God. Do you not remember that when I was still with you I told you these things? And you know what is restraining him now, so that he may be revealed in his time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains it will do so until he is out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord Jesus will kill with the breath of his mouth and bring to nothing by the appearance of his coming. The coming of the lawless one is by the activity of Satan, with all power and false signs and wonders, and with all wicked deception for those who are perishing, because they refused to love the truth and so be saved. Therefore, God sends them a strong delusion, so that they may believe what is false, in order that all may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. But we ought always to give thanks to God for you, brothers, beloved by the Lord, because God chose you as the first fruits to be saved, through sanctification, by the Spirit, and belief in the truth. To this he called you through our gospel so that you may obtain the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. So then, brothers, stand firm, and hold to the traditions that you were taught by us, 
either by our spoken word or by our letter. Now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself, and God our Father, who loved us and gave us eternal comfort and good hope through grace, comfort your hearts and establish them in every good work and word. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say the Nunc Dimittis together. Lord, now let your servant depart in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of your people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us say the Apostles' Creed together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day He rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. For this next set of suffrages, the response is, We entreat you, O Lord. That this evening may be holy, good, and peaceful, we entreat you, O Lord. That your holy angels may lead us in paths of peace and goodwill, we entreat you, O Lord that we may be pardoned and forgiven for our sins and offenses. We entreat you, O Lord, that there may be peace in your church and in the whole world. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may depart this life in your faith and fear and not be condemned before the great judgment seat of Christ. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may be bound together by your Holy Spirit in the communion of all your saints, entrusting one another and all our life to Christ. We entreat you, O Lord. The Collect of the Day for this Monday after the second Sunday of Epiphany. Let us pray. Almighty God, whose Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, is the light of the world, grant that your people illumined by your word and sacraments, may shine with the radiance of Christ's glory, that he may be known, 
worshipped and obeyed to the ends of the earth. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who with you in the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God, now and forever. Amen. A Collect for Peace. Let us pray. O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. A prayer for mission. Let us pray. O God and Father of all, whom the whole heavens adore, let the whole earth also worship you, all nations obey you, all tongues confess and bless you, and men, women, and children everywhere love you and serve you in peace. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast here to offer up your own prayers and petitions to the Lord in your own words. We'll come back together for the general thanksgiving. Okay, let's say the general thanksgiving together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all of your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life but above all, for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, thank you for joining me here in this evening prayer service here on this Monday. I hope it was a worthwhile time for you, a, a time to build a, build you up in your faith. And if you have any comments or questions or prayer requests, I'd love to hear from you. You can reach me by email at commonprayer419 at gmail.com. You can also reach me on social media on X, formerly Twitter, at commonprayer419. Also, if you've not yet done so, I would encourage you to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss any future services, future episodes. The next one will be on Wednesday at 8 a.m. Eastern for morning prayer. 
So I hope you'll join me then. But until then, I will sign off for now. So this has been Common Prayer. My name is Craig Kelly. Thank you again for joining me. and God bless you, and I'll see you next time.